Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Backpacking and Blisters podcast. My name is Carl Mandrilli, and with me today is a man who plays croquet with a crowbar made of Velcro. That's right, Brad Crow Felton. How's it going, sir? What's up, Carl? How's it going, man? It's going good, good to be man. Back. <laughs> you're back, back and better than ever. Yeah. So, yeah, you're uh, replacing my typical co-host Derek, who's still out with some uh, family challenges, but he should be back next week for a long stretch. But man, I so appreciate you stepping in while he's gone. Yeah, no problem. I I, I was like, man, I, I guess maybe he likes me or he called me back to come again. Yes, I'm I'm still in. <laughs> what? Wait a second. Maybe he likes me. <laughs> okay, we got all right. If you're gonna pull that out after the last time you were on, I had a great time. We got great feedback on the episode, and I was like, man, like Crow's one of the guys that I, I would actually like to go backpacking with. And so we started texting back and forth. And I yeah. said, okay, I said, here are all of the trips I'm doing in 2023. So I threw out <laughs> all the trips. All the dates, and do you remember what your response was? Uh, I'm I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken that response. I got no response. It was a non-response. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I guess I liked our our episode better than than he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we we gotta go, man. We gotta do figure out a trip. Don't worry. I'm usually the non-response. I get that like most of the time. So I, I just kind of <laughs> roll with it. So uh, I'll just keep throwing invites out there and we'll see what happens. But okay. I think it was back in November. It might've even been like early to mid November you were on last time. So what's been going on since then? What, what are you up to? Uh, not a whole lot. I've done some trips, uh, you know, just in the Southeast places and uh, just doing videos and work, kids, family, okay. all that stuff. But Hey, I'm, I'm loving it. It's been fun. And yeah, for those who didn't catch the first episode, uh, Chris from Alabama and he prosecutes some terrible criminals and says that they typically get <laughs> off when you're the lawyer in charge. That's, that's right. That's <laughs> I'm a terrible lawyer, but I, I give it my best. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and another thing you're known for is on your videos, you got a character who kind of, yeah, works his way into some of your videos named Backpacker Bob. And yeah. I want to have Backpacker Bob on one of our shows one of these days. But for those who don't know the backstory, like like who's Backpacker Bob and what's he been up to? Well, he showed up in a couple of my videos. Um, used to live by me, but it was uh, down by the interstate, underneath the interstate. And I uh, met him one day. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so I was, you know, people were entertained. He was in a few of my videos and uh, he went on some hikes and, uh, then he got lost out in uh, Utah, and uh, he was looking for the Middle Earth Trail, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, which is it's probably in Utah, for being honest. <laughs> it, it, it felt like it out there, but he never found it, and then he ran out of money. But if 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 you follow the the playlist of Backpacker Bob, he has now was uh, recently located in a dumpster behind a Taco Bell. 
and uh, he is on the run from the law. So that's where he is. <laughs> Was he looking for the nastiest possible dumpster? Like, what dumpster could I jump into? Probably yeah. the Taco Bell one. Okay. Well, he told me, you know, he's he's had a good supply of quesadillas. They're a little stale, but uh, he's he's still eating, so that's good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw there's a thumbnail one of uh, Crow's recent videos that has backpacker Bob peeking out from like under the lid of a dumpster. And I just, yeah, that got a laugh for sure. So, all right. I want to, yeah, I guess when I, when I meet him, I want to know how he came up with just the creative trail name of backpacker Bob. Like that's yeah. Back, like, you know, backpacker as a backpacking trail name. Is that the best I he mean, could yeah. do? He's a genius. I mean, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, he's uh, just, a crusty old dude, kind of the <laughs> cross between the old prospector from Toy Story and uh, the the uh, Saturday Night Live episode where what's his name? The actor Will Ferrell uh -huh. does uh, Harry Carey. Oh that's yeah, the cross between who he is. Yeah, that's how I'm describing. <laughs> that's an interesting cross right there. Oh man. All right. Well, we'll get to him later, maybe in a future episode. I, I hope so, anyway. And yeah. in the meantime, though, we, we got we got budget gear coming up in this episode. We got budget gear items that are going to rival the pricey stuff. I'm really curious what you got on your list. But first, we got a Bible verse for our episode: Matthew six twenty six to twenty seven. Look at the birds of the air; they do not show, they do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? That was one of the bird verses that came up, but um, kind of in reference to like your, your name. Yeah. yeah. So, but this verse is really about worrying. So, so in general, are you a worrier? Like, do you worry about a lot of stuff on a backpacking trip? Oh my gosh, yes. And so that, that could be a whole nother episode. I'm, I'm anxiety ridden. <laughs> depression. I think I need to go take some pills right now. <laughs> <laughs> you could do an episode on your worrying on a bad yes. trip. <laughs> oh gosh. You, you just don't know the half of it, but yeah, oh, no, no, no. I want to yeah. know. I want to know. Give me, what do you worry about? Give me like a couple things here. Yeah. I mean, just the typical stuff, but mainly like when I'm driving out of the, out of the driveway, like mm -hmm. what five things is not in my pack that I'm going to need that kind of okay. stuff. Yeah. Do you use a gear list? I no, I don't. I should. What? I should. I don't okay. have lighter pack. I don't use lighter pack or anything. Mm -hmm. I pretty much keep my pack down here in my little gear room packed, right. ready to go. Okay. And so I think we were talking offline about it. Like I'm ready to go with the exception of changing out certain things, you know, right. that I don't want to check. Yeah. Okay. What about you? No, no, no. I'm still interested. Yeah. Don't don't try to oh. pass the buck here. <laughs> don't try to You're pass worried the buck. about forgetting stuff. What's the worst thing you've forgotten? Uh, TP, TP okay. was a, was a rough one. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I was looking for the softest leaves and pine straw. <laughs> Wait, the, what's the pine, pine, pine straw? No Wait, is pine straw pine needles or what is it? Oh yeah. Pine needles. I guess. Uh, yeah. In the South we say pine straw, okay, but okay. yeah, but I have, I've hiked with many people from the North and they always say pine needles. And I'm almost like, what? Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> I think I think the pine straw is closer to needles than to straw in terms of the feel of them, especially if you're using <laughs> yeah. this toilet paper. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're yeah. What do I worry about? I'm worrying about. To be honest, I'm typically worrying about everybody else. Can they make it? Do they have the right gear? Are they going to show up? Is anybody going to miss a plane flight? That kind of stuff. Yeah. And all those things have happened where they don't have the right gear. That they, they have is plane flights or flights have gotten significantly delayed and they're kind of wrecking the trip. So yeah, that, that's my big concern. And then when I go with people that I haven't backpacked with, I just, I worry about like, are they going to have a good time? Like I really want them to have a good time. So yeah. yeah, we recently just did, I had this thing we did last year. We did this year. It's called the Alabama triple crown. It's three trails in three days, total mm -hmm. of 60 miles. So 20 miles each day. Big days. We're getting these people. I've never met them before and they come and I did the same thing. I was like, I hope they have a good time. I hope they don't get injured. And I hope that, you know, there's no, catastrophe because i was kind right. of a one-man show like am i can i get them out you know what what would be the options so it all worked mm. out but i'm always worried about that yeah wait so you led this event and invited people that you hadn't met and they showed up to do 20 miles a day is that correct i did i mean i, I a lot of people thought i was crazy but it so we did it last year with 13 youtubers from around the country Right. And this year i did, opened a facebook group called the alabama triple crown and people just started what happened was we did at something called the Penhody Fest down here, 
which we had a booth. Our little group had a booth and Dixie homemade wonderlust gave a speech about through hiking mm-hmm. and she had come to our booth. So she mentioned it in her big speech. And then people started coming out like, I want to do this. I want to do this. So we ended up doing it two weekends in a row and like people came, mm-hmm. never met some, most of them. And they had, you know, it was a blast. We had a great okay. time. And that's, but I was worried. I was worried the whole time. Yeah. Like, I would oh, be worried. You know, just based on my experience with, with taking people that haven't been before, you just never know if people are really up to the challenge. Yeah. People that think they are are not. And I mean, I just go back to one of my, my, my big trips where it wasn't even that hard of a backpacking trip. It was like, I mean, it was hard. 50 miles, four days, and the weakest length who needed to actually have gear taken out of his pack was an ultra marathon runner who did hundred mile trail races. He was like, and it wasn't even close. Like he just didn't know how to do footwear. He got terrible blisters. And so like, I would have never predicted that. You just never know. Yeah. You you don't know. It's, it's so different that people think, oh, I'm a runner. Mm -hmm. And and if I'm a runner, I can backpack. Oh, it's just a different, different skill. Skill set, yeah. I guess, or well, it is. I mean, typically, they're you have a better, you know, you kind of start farther ahead than others. But yeah, carrying a lot of weight on your your back is different than kind of yeah. Interesting. I want to know more about that. So we'll have to circle back to that later. But uh, that's really cool that you did that for sure. So, all right, let's get to the budget gear. Let's okay. get to the the gear that. All right, so so we've done I think one, maybe two episodes on some budget gear with some different guests, and the last time we did this. We had my co-host, Derek, who came out with a really interesting definition of budget gear. So I think okay. we gotta we got to set the ground rules here. we got to make sure we're on the same page. How do you define budget gear? Mm. And you, you told me this about to think about this, and I didn't really think about it. I mean, budget gear to me is it's got to be inexpensive, but for because we backpack for a while, it doesn't mean that it's you know, cheap, uh, bad quality gear. It's gotta be Mm -hmm. something that is inexpensive, but is durable and can last in any, pretty much any backpacking experience. Okay. 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 Inexpensive, I think is a key word there. So I agree. Mine is more like inexpensive compared to comparable items or compared to like whatever the industry standard is or what the majority of the items are. Right. Yeah. 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 It's gotta be, compare right comparable with something out there that's three times the price or something to that effect right yeah and some of mine definitely are three times the price or two times the price for sure so the mm-hmm. item itself might not be cheap like it could be a fifty hundred dollar more item but compared mm-hmm. to what you know other items you might be looking at it's it's cheaper i, I agree yeah okay yeah right. so we're on the same page so yeah, we had we had an issue with uh, Osprey being suggested as a budget gear company, and hmm. that did not go over well. So interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. What is a budget piece of backpacking gear that competes with high end options? What's number one on your list? Okay, so I chose three for this kind of discussion, and okay. the first one that I'll say, and I I saw I've I've seen a couple of reviews on it, but it's still kind of like. I wish people more people knew about it because if you're getting into backpacking, I think it's a really good option of something that is so expensive. It's one of those big purchase items that that you can get for less price but same quality in my view. So right. I have the Featherstone 20 degree quilt. Okay. I just this is just my humble opinion. To me, there is no difference. And that's a pretty bold statement between this and the aligned equipment revelation 20 degree. Whoa. Okay. Aligned <laughs> equipment is, is definitely the high end option yeah. right there. Okay. In fact, I feel like that, of course I have the revelation at 20 degree. I've had it for many, many years and now the loft is not what it used to be. All right. So when I got this, I was like, God, the loft, goodness, the loft is huge. You know, it feels like it's overstuffed, but it's just because it's new. And I think the, uh, the loft right. hasn't go down, but it has the same deal at the bottom. It, it cinches up. It has a zip cord pretty much to like mid calf. It comes with the straps that you can strap around your pad, or you can just strap it to itself and make it almost like a non zipper uh, quilt, but okay. it even has a, a draft collar. And it has a cinch cord on top and it has snaps on top. Um, it's got the doodads. It's got the accessories. What do you know what fill power it is off the top of your head? I believe it's 
It's either eight hundred or eight fifty. Is it? Do you, do you know ballpark price on it? Gosh, I should have looked it up because I I I, uh, I can't remember exactly. All I know is it was significantly cheaper than if you go on and try to pick your colors and stuff for en enlightened acrylic. Oh, right, what, for sure. What you, for the twenty? I can't remember what the twenty was, but they only the last time I checked, they only sell it in the twenty degree. I guess because that's the most one of the most popular degrees mm -hmm. and and they Sorry. only have one color it's only black with an orange inside okay so i guess they mass produce it and are able to get the price down low it's two hundred dollars okay yeah and lighting equipment probably looking at what would be like 400 bucks double i'm guessing i'm guessing okay. yeah i think I, I haven't i haven't bought one in a while i have two and mm -hmm. it's been several years because gosh that to me is the biggest thing that i've when I started, I was like, oh gosh, this is going to be expensive to get into backpacking to buy right. one pound, seven ounces for the regular size. And, but you said 20 degrees and that's a popular degree, but are you, are you, you're not using a 20 degree quilt like in Alabama or down by where you are, right? Not really. I mean, in the winter, yes. Okay. But I, I'm usually in like a throw down blanket sometimes, a lot of times in the summer. So, All right. But, I mean, you know, what with a quilt though in the South, I mean, you can just unzip it and then just use half of it or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just a, I think it's just a good degree to get because you can do a lot of trips with a 20. Yeah. I've got like a 30 or a 35 and like a zero and there's, there's times I've wanted the 20 for mm -hmm. sure, but I'm, I'm always trying to skimp or whatever, but okay. That's a good one. All right. So we got, we got quilt is number one. Featherstone, and we'll have this. I'll have this in the show description for you know both YouTube and for the audio apps. Just to clarify, all right. My number one, I, I gotta, I gotta say this ahead of time is my list. I, I just get a lot of things suggested to me, but I'm not as much of a gear purchaser probably as your average backpacker. And so I'm just gonna tell you what I've seen, and I'll tell you if there's an item that gets like my stamp of approval, where I've actually used it for a time period and it's holding up for the duration versus just a suggested item. So actually kind of going back to yours, does the Featherstone give, get your stamp of approval? Like you've used it for a while, you, you trust it? Yeah, so I've had, I've got the Featherstone quilt and I actually, well, I'll get to that in a minute. But yes, it does because yeah. I bought it for my son because he was getting into backpacking and I knew I needed to get him a quilt just so that he didn't have that huge, you know, old style backpack with a right. sleeping bag on top. So when I saw it, and I, I want to say I got it for 180 when they had a sale. So, oh, okay. so keep it, that keep reminded it, me when you said the price. I, I We've used it many, many times, and I just think okay. it's a great option. Yeah. Holding up. All right. Stamp of approval, Crow's stamp of approval there. All right. So this one, my first one, it has to do with gloves, basically. So I went to the Tetons last fall, cold, rainy. I knew I was needed to bring gloves. I don't have backpacking gloves. I have like running gloves, which are not the same thing. Yeah. They weren't waterproof. So I went to REI and I looked for gloves and I was, I was shocked at the price of gloves. Like to the point where I was like, I can't justify spending $90 on a pair of just, you know, REI switchback insulated waterproof gloves. All right. Yeah. Sounds like a lot going on there, but it's RA brands. Entry level is 90 bucks. I was like, there's gloves. I mean, there's not even a lot of material there. Mm -hmm. And so I just ended up bringing my running gloves and it worked out okay. But on the trip, I was with Jason from Indiana. And we actually, like, so he had a pair of gloves and he, we actually ran to somebody who had the same exact gloves. These are not made for backpacking, but if you're looking for a really budget option, you're going on a colder trip or you need gloves, it's called something like the Showa Temres 282 insulated gloves. And I think they're more like worker gloves or something. But they're mm -hmm. waterproof. They're like I said, they're insulated and they're lightweight. They're bright blue. They're like Smurf gloves. $21. Oh, wow. To 90. Yeah. So next trip I go on, these are the ones I'm going to bring. Uh, Jason, who's much more of a gear expert than I am, like swears by him and, and he seems to know his stuff and he's, he's bringing them. So I would trust him. And I, where do you get them? Oh, sorry. Amazon. On Amazon. Okay. Maybe Amazon. so. Okay. Yeah. All I right. didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. So there you go. That's my first one. Gloves. I, I'm actually really frustrated by the price of, of gloves and even running gloves, just like, like yeah. cheapo running gloves are just like, you're talking 30, 40 bucks. I'm like, they don't, I don't know. There you go. That's my number one. All right. Number two, what you got? I like that. That's, that's a good, I'm actually going to look at that. So number two, I didn't know I was sticking with this. So I was, uh, I was mentioning Featherstone. I just recently 
did a review of this tent. It's the Featherstone Backbone 1, and they have a Backbone 2. Wait, are you sponsored by Featherstone? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. In fact, I, I bought the quilt. I bought the quilt, but when Featherstone saw my quilt video, I did a review of it. So they did actually send me this one. Okay. And so I just recently did this, and I mean, I am super impressed with this because it's a trekking pole tent. It's the first time they tried a trekking pole tent. Mm -hmm. The one-person tent is 159 and the two-person tent is 179 okay. And it's, you know, still nylon. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a, I think it's a brilliant design. They have, it's ventilated all the way around, huge vestibules on both sides. The one and the two kind of remind you of the Gossamer Gear one and two. I, you know, I think it has similar features. I mean, obviously a third of the price. So right. uh, not as light, obviously, as, as uh, Gossamer Gear one and two. In the two version, almost looks a little bit like the duplex, but in a silk nylon fabric. Right. And the, the two is very roomy. The one is what you would think a one person tent. I mean, it's basically a, a coffin with big vestibule doors. <laughs> so, you know, the vestibule doors give you what you need because you can put all your gear on both sides because that's two vestibules for the one and the two. Okay. But yeah, it, it looks like the Gossamer Gear 2, maybe a little tighter on the okay. two version. But at 179, uh, that's why I pulled it because I just, I was trying to think of three things and I just got this and just did the review and have been super impressed with this thing. Two I mean, pounds, 12 ounces for just the i think it's the one person is what we're at is it live yet they, they told me it wasn't coming out till the end of may first of june so they got okay. it on their website it says in stock june 12th so june 12th. About, a, okay. about a month out and it says there's like a yeah can't click on a button says sold out so right. yeah so it's, it's right. coming all right brilliant design it, they even have um like like the duplex the z-back duplex has they have this mesh around the bottom that connects to the uh, vestibule a little mm -hmm. bit on the top so that w when most of your, most of your air is coming out, the condensation, you've got this little bit of place for condensation to flow, which mm -hmm. I thought was neat. I've never seen that before. Right, right, right. Okay. So Featherstone backbone, one person trekking pole tent, check it out. Yeah. For 160 for that weight and for the, um, like what you're describing the quality on it. Like, I think that's a good deal. That's a good answer right there. Yeah. I like that one. And one other thing I, I failed to mention is, First time I'd ever seen this, I, the the Will Will is the um, owner of Featherstone, mm -hmm. and I've got to talk to him after he sent me this for a little while, and he did something I hadn't seen on a tent yet, and it, you can see it in my video. He puts little O rings, little rings, at the uh, corners, okay, for you to put your stake in, so they're metal mm -hmm. O rings for the corners, so you. You don't have to worry about the wear and tear on the edges before you stake out because it's got a little ring for your stake. I've never yeah. seen that before. I thought it was really a brilliant design. Wait a second. Have you have you worn out like whatever your stake loop is? Have you done that before? Is it worn through? Uh, there, there. Yeah, I have one that that did that. It pulled oh. um, mostly. Well, I say that. No, it really came. It pulled from the tent itself. Um, okay, but. But th from this, so you don't have to fiddle around and pull it apart to get the stake through. You've got this O-ring, and it's got uh, a unique design of the, the cords come out to give you this like, stand-up area for the bathtub floor. And then it pulls to this O-ring. I don't know. You just have to see it. But it's uh, okay. he did a lot of good good designing on this thing. It's just right. it's not your just typical tent, you know. Maybe yeah, we try to do an episode. I don't know, once or twice a season, where we have kind of up and coming companies on, and we have kind of the guy or the the lady who's you know, less, you know, designer, CEO, whatever. So maybe we should should we have Will on? Is he was he a good good guy to chat oh, with? My yeah, I'll 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 hook you up with him. He okay. um he basically got it. He he's basically what this episode is is about. Like when I was talking to him, he he saw all these high price gear companies. He said, "Can I make something that?" It's has some good quality, but yeah, doesn't break the bank. So that's kind of his yeah. philosophy. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So that I'll, I'll tuck that away. There's definitely some companies I have in the list and yeah, he could be a possibility. All right. My, my number two is it kind of has to do with stoves. So I've got a couple different options here. 
And so in terms of budget stoves, like the, the stoves are getting pretty crazy. So like the MSR Pocket Rocket 2, which is a pretty basic stove. I, I know it's mm -hmm. kind of, you know, redesigned since the Pocket Rocket one, but it, it's 60 bucks. And so I think a lot, of, even like a lot of YouTube backpackers, they're, they're going with a BRS 3000 at this point because it's $16 on Amazon, $16. Yep. And it is inefficient, which doesn't really <laughs> matter if you're going on an overnight trip or a two-night trip. It, it might matter if you're going on a three-night trip, especially if you're sharing it. But it's inefficient, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's inefficient for the shorter trips. I would not bring this on a longer trip or if I was sharing this, like if I have my family with me, for example. But if you're looking for like entry-level stove, you've probably are, already heard of this one, all right? So I'm going to try to take this to the next level here. And I've had multiple people suggest that they like Jetboil, but they hate the price. And mm, yep. yeah, Do you, have you used Jetboil before? Uh, I have a Jetboil knockoff. And this is where I'm going. Yeah. 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 And I, and I like it, but it's just kind of bulky, but I, I do like it because it's, it is very efficient. Like I could tell that I'm there's Yeah. Okay. I really so like I got two jet boil knockoff options. All right. So if you like, if you don't mind the bulkiness, you just like the fast boiling, um, mm -hmm. if, again on Amazon, if you, there's like multiple brands, one of them is called like fire maple and they, you know, like they're, they're, they're knockoffs. And I know people get nervous about knockoffs with the brands, I feel like stove, the, like the stove technology, the basic concept of fuel comes out of a spout and you <laughs> light it. Like it's not, there, there's not a lot to go wrong there, right? Like there's not a lot it's of not like, rocket science. Yeah, it's, it's not, not rocket, rocket science. <laughs> the, the science behind Jetboil is not in the stove. It's in the pot that connects to it to keep it more efficient, to kind of keep it housed in a very efficient way. That's where you're, what's your, what you're paying for with the Jetboil, not the stove itself necessarily. Jetboil did make some like Mighty Mo stoves, which, you know, you can turn and, and you can simmer and that kind of thing. But if you're yeah. just looking for the fast boil, you, I think the knockoff, again, like I, I don't have my stamp of approval on this one. It's, it's not tried and true, but I've had a, a lot of people suggest this. They're like, we like the concept, but we go with the knockoff. Another knockoff you can do is if you have like the, the MSR Pocket Rocket 2, but you want it to be more efficient or you have that BRS stove, you want to be more efficient. There's like an Ollie Camp one liter cooking pot. And that's 27 bucks. You can pair that with your existing stove and it looks basically like the jet boil housing where it kind of makes your stove more efficient. Yeah. Yeah. That one was specifically suggested by Brooke from Florida, who uh, is one of our Patreon supporters. And so Brooke, good, good suggestion. And that's, yeah. So those are some options. If you're, if you just want what jet boil has to offer, but you don't want to pay a hundred to $150 for it. There you go. I want to check that out. So, so it does. It, and I don't know the science, but it has that, conduction or convection thing at the bottom that's yeah that's that jet bull has that right. kind of makes the flame go all around it or something it just kind of like houses the flame so that that way the heat is not escaping I and see. you're still yeah. heating and it's kind of sending the, the the heat up to the pot so it just kind of makes your you know your boil times faster more efficient and oh, i gotta look at the, the weight of the pot i'm sure it's heavier than your typical pot but it yeah. if you're looking for function over weight it's not that much heavier anyway and you're getting a yeah. you know, faster boil time so Right. So there's mine. So thanks for the suggestions from the folks that kind of reached out with that one. All right. So that's my number two. And you got one more. You got number three. I do have one more. And keeping aligned with this idea that I was uh, purchasing gear for my son, who's, uh, well, he was 15 at the time. Now he's 16. I'm okay. trying to get him so that so if he wanted to go, uh, you know, you never know with a 16 year old, <laughs> but right. if he wanted to go, then, then I've got him ready to go. You know, I've got all the basics. So, I looked around, I saw a lot of uh, gear reviews, and I settled with, and I'm really glad I did, this Nature Hikes Outdoors pack. It's 60 liter, um, really okay. great frame. It has kind of a lollipop aluminum frame in it and works pretty well. It has a good cushion on the back. It even has a built-in pocket here, but the pocket does sit up a little high. A hip belt on it, just attached. Uh, okay. Great hip pocket uh, on it. And it even has a built a built-in rain fly on the bottom, so our rain poncho cover for it. So you just zip right. it; it's already there. So that was nice that I don't have to go purchase that. Rolls down, has even a little rope feature on the top if you want to put something on the top, like a sleeping pad or something else, and a good okay. pocket on the back. So super inexpensive. I can't remember what it was. $85, $85, 85 bucks for this. Yeah. For the, Oh, that's yeah, for the 40 for the 40 yeah. plus like the five liter, whatever attachment it's 80 It's $90 for the 60 liter. It looks like. Okay. 
I, I've been super impressed with with it. It's very durable. Now, is it the lightest pack in the world? No, I, I can't remember exactly. Maybe you can see it on the specs, but it's not super light, but it's not mm -hmm. super heavy either. So, okay, you know, great for him. Well, is it adjustable at all by any chance? You know, I I thought about that, and I don't I don't remember it being no. It is not adjustable, so you have to get the size. I can't remember. You have a small, medium, and large, I believe. Or, okay. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they just have the one size. I can't remember. Yeah. But um, no, uh, yeah. I'm, if you're looking for entry level for kids, I, I yeah. For me, the adjustability is so is so important because I keep on buying so packs important. and my kids grow out of them within the year. So. But if you have somebody who's who's kind of maxed out with their size, like okay, this it says that it, the the basic pack weighs one point one six kilograms. So what is that? Mm. Like two and a half pounds ish. Two and a half pounds, yeah. Okay, so that's that's good. That's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, I take that for for ninety bucks. That's a great option. Ninety there. bucks, yeah, yeah. And then you know if you got somebody that's going to go with you, maybe you have your pack, and then you mm -hmm. have this as a spare if you got a friend that wants to go for the first time. Right. It's a great pack to, to have, right. you know. They've got the one they have in stock right now is black and kind of gray, which I, I don't mind that color. But the one you have, I really like that blue color. It's, it's pretty sharp. Right yeah. There. Yeah. In fact, I think when I got it, it was it was on sale. I think somebody was doing a review and they had a 15 percent off. And they, uh, OK. And and this was the only color at the time. So I, yeah. I think you just have to go with what they got. But yeah, 90 bucks. If somebody's getting into it, that's a, I think it's a great option. I might get one of those and do like a, a review on it as well, because that looks your answers have been awesome, man. So you got, I got to like start bookmarking the stuff that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, okay. I, so I, my last one, I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or not because we've done, you know, 230 plus episodes at this point. So forgive me if I've mentioned this one already, but I do, this is something I do put my stamp of approval on. This is something that I've been using okay. for multiple trips and I've started to bring, especially, you know, spring and fall trips. I started to bring a down jacket and okay. most down jackets are, are stinking expensive. So for example, the mountain hardware ghost whisperer, which is a very popular backpacking jacket is, um, what is it like 300 bucks, 300 something bucks at this point. Yeah. Weighs in an 8.8 .8 ounces, got the 800 fill power down. They talk about like a, you know, some sort of like down mixture that they're using. And I bought the decathlon. I don't know how you pronounce it. Four class down jacket suggested to me by Justin outdoors, which so it's sold by De Decathlon, which is like kind of a, I don't know, a European outdoor company. And mm. it weighs a little more. It weighs 10.2 ounces. You're adding 1.4 ounces, which is, you know, not a lot. Yeah. And minuscule, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's up to, it's like 85, 90 bucks or maybe 80 bucks. I think I got to, I thought I put that down on my notes. I did not. So 80 to $90, I'll say, which is still just a fraction of the price of kind of the bigger, you know, higher end ones. I've worn this down jacket on multiple backpacking trips, but I've also worn it around town. So I've actually put a lot of time in the jacket and quality solid warmth is solid. It also has the 800 fill power down, you know, look it up. If you want more specs. I'll have the, again, the link in the show description, but have you, are, do you wear a down jacket or what's your story? I do. I've got an old school down jacket that I bought years ago at some like garage kind of sale. I look like the kid from a Christmas story in it because it's so oh, yeah. puffy. When right, right, right. Was, but it's super <laughs> warm. So I, I like it. Uh, and then I have like a, a, a budget version like you're talking about, but not that one. But I did see uh, Tom Walker from following Walker's World did a review of his and okay. I, I trust him. So I, I, I assume he really likes it. And I've seen it on sale like yeah, it's yes, true. It's, that's true. It's, it's been also like 20 bucks less than it right. like, usually is or something. Yeah. So you can bookmark it and kind of check back periodically. So, all right. All right. Those, so those are three that we, where you can, you know, pick between like the budget category versus the high end category, spend less money versus spend more money. But I, I got a bonus list that I call free yeah. gear replacements where you can replace not necessarily high end gear, but gear that costs money with something for free. All right, Ooh, so I've got okay. good yeah, idea. Like, yeah, well, I, you probably do some of this stuff too. I'm gonna tell you. What, I'm gonna tell you what I do, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. Just tell me agree okay. or disagree and why. All right, free, free gear replacement. You can buy a trowel for like five to ten bucks, twenty bucks for going titanium, or you could not buy a trowel. You can go for free and use the side of your foot, your shoe, a rock, something to dig the hole instead. Free option. Don't buy the trowel. What do you say? No, not doing it. <sighs> You feel like using a rock is too difficult. No, no rock. Yeah. I was, I was thinking about the shoe. No. Uh, yeah. A rock. Yes. And okay. I have done that many times. I've done that many times. Yeah. Okay. I would, I would, I would go with that. 
saves you three, four ounces and a little bit of money. All right, here we go. Next one, more controversial. You can buy some lightweight, even ultralight camp shoes. I've seen like really ultralight ones sell 50, 50 bucks, 70 bucks, buy some Crocs, whatever. Or not, you can leave those at home, take the insoles out of your shoes, walk around differently, walk around barefoot if you're talking about the summertime and have no camp shoes. You can save eight ounces to a pound off your pack weight, leave it at home, save the cash. What do you say to that? I'm definitely down with that. I was a camp shoe guy for, for many years. Okay. got made fun of for it. And I've, I've pretty much gone away from camp shoes. Uh, I just, I don't carry them. I don't carry them anymore. Okay. All right. Wow. You're easy to please then. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go more controversial than that. Even more controversial than, than, than camp shoes. All right. The sit pad. A lot of people yeah. are, are straight up buying the sit pad, not like cutting off some old foam and using it, but they're buying the sit pad. I just say, look, if you're taking a long break, you had a lunch break, pull out the chair, pull out the luxury. You're taking a short break. You don't need to sit down. Just keep it going. Keep moving. Maybe take fewer <laughs> breaks. Maybe consider that just an option, but leave yeah. the sit pad at home. Uh, you're not, you're saving what, like an ounce or two, maybe at the most, but you're saving some money. What do you say to that one? You want to, I think you want me to disagree. So I'm going to disagree. No, no, no. I one. want you to be true to yourself. <laughs> no. So I, 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 I do, I do believe in the dual purpose stuff. So my sit pad is a thing. You know, I think you and I were talking about people that we used to watch when we got into backpacking, uh, senior hikers. No, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, early riser is a guy who did the AT in like 2018 or yep. something or 2017. He has this rule that stuck with me over the years is that I always, when I get to camp or if I sit down, I always have my gear that I get out of my pack, touch something mm. so that I don't lose it or miss, miss it in the leaves or something. Whenever I pull stuff out of my pack, cause I've done that. Before. <laughs> so <laughs> miss it in the leaves. Sorry. Yeah. Sparked memory. Sure. there. <laughs> so I take my sit pad and I have it out by my tent. Mm-hmm. Or when I'm sitting and I always make sure that any gear that I take out of my pack, whatever lunch, whatever is touching that. Sit oh, so that, wow. That's why I use it. That's why I take it as that dual purpose. That's but the best reason I ever heard for a sit pad. I like that. So it's yeah, touching yeah. something that way you're less likely to, to lose it. Yeah. I was just thinking we, we went on a trip in emigrant wilderness in uh, Northern California, North Yosemite. This is years ago, but uh, our good friend, Rocky friend of the show, he like we we made a stop and he took a dive into a lake and I was just kind of waiting for them to kind of get their you know stuff back together and I just looked at his gear and he had like wallet and keys out of the pack under some <laughs> leaves like in, in the bushes yeah. and so maybe that that's a good rule for him because that's that's hilarious. Yeah, we recently did a trip where on that uh, Alabama Triple Crown thing and one of the participants had to use a restroom break, let's just mm-hmm. say, and left their phone, their iPhone at the tree. And <laughs> okay. we went, we went like four miles and then they advised me they had left their tree back at the, left their phone back at a tree. Yeah. 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 Four miles back. So I went back and I was trying to FaceTime them and had very limited service. And they were like, Oh no, it's, it's the, the other tree to the left. And then I'm thinking, <laughs> wait, what am I about to step in, in this tree? You know? Oh my goodness. Wait, <laughs> so, so four miles back iPhone. is eight miles round trip. Those eight miles is extra. It was rough. Yeah. But we, we made it happen. It was good. It was good. I don't, do you bring your cell phone to the tree? Yeah. That, that, I think that was a bad mistake, but you know, they were super nice and, uh, we wanted to find it for them. So we did, it, it worked out. And then I had somebody pick me up on the road. Okay. You know, as I was making my way back. So it all worked yeah. out. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to get on a rabbit trail, but yeah, that was, but no, that is my story. thing about like when you take stuff out of your pack, you kind of, make it touch something that right. you'll find it, you know? Yeah. I don't bring my cell phone to the tree. I don't know if I should as like an emergency thing. I mean, I know people yeah. have gotten lost uh-huh. going to the bathroom. Like you can kind of get turned around or whatever, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I typically just bring, bring the gear, so to speak. Just, but, yeah. Uh, interesting. Just the, just the TP. Yeah. In okay. the trial. Yeah. I got one last one, free gear replacement. So headlamps and it costs you 30 to 60 bucks. Grab the flashlight out of your junk drawer. Leave the headlamp. Don't buy it. I just saved you a lot of money there. You already have a bunch of flashlights there. What do you say to that one? I've done that before, but I, I usually am. When I've got my headlamp, I'm always doing something. I need both hands, either putting up a tent or arranging gear or cooking. And I need both hands. So, okay. so and, and it, it usually won't fit on my ear, like just to put the flashlight <laughs> on my ear. Like so I need uh-huh. the headlamp. Okay. 
I, I actually don't buy that one. I, I was just trying to get a rise out of you, trying to get a reaction out of okay. that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, hopefully there's something, some sort of takeaway from budget gear versus, you know, the premium stuff. And I liked your list and yeah, definitely like I mentioned, we'll have it in the show description. So speaking of budget gear, I got budget trivia coming up for you right after this. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt at midwayusa.com. We understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Are you looking to be less sore, a stronger climber, or simply faster on the trail? Then check out the Training for Trekking podcast. These bite-sized episodes are full of excellent information that can improve your trail performance. He's specially trained in sports science and strength and conditioning to get your body in the right shape and prepared for adventure. Check out the Training for Trekking podcast wherever you get your podcast. All right, Budget Trivia is brought to you by Vacluse Gear. Let's be honest, back sweat really dampens our spirits. Not only is it uncomfortable and potentially dangerous, it's gross to look at. The Vacluse Ultralight Ventilation Backpack Frame can solve this problem. This game-changing solution fits all backpacking packs up to 65 liters to give you the ventilation you need to stay drier. Use code BLISTERS for 10 bucks off at VeclusGear.com. Budget trivia. So I got three questions. You got to get two to pass. Ooh, okay. All right. You said that trivia is not your strong suit. You lost trivia last time. Yeah. But you know what? There's always hope. Last time you had me markings of different gear companies, like what their logo was. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Gear logos. Yeah, that was a good one. We should go back to that. We should do that one again. All right. That yeah. doesn't really relate to this. It kind of kind of relates, but <laughs> you'll see. Number one, you have some disposable income in your budget this month. Which of the following is the best investment if you want to lighten your load? So here, yeah, three options here. A, moving from a synthetic to down sleeping bag with the same comfort rating. B, upgrading from an Amazon chair, like an Amazon backpacking chair, to a hyperlight. Hyperlight chair? No. Oh man. What was the what's the name of the company? Helinox. Helinox, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Brain fart there. I typed typed hyperlight. Helinox chair. So Amazon chair to Helinox chair. C buying Dyneema bags with your logo on it to organize all of your kits. Wait, go back to the question. What's the question again? You got disposable income. Which of the following is the best investment if you want to lighten your load? Either the the Dyneema bags Mm -hmm. or the chair. Upgrade, you're saying upgrade, yeah, or going from synthetic to down, right? I'm gonna go with the synthetic to down. Synthetic to down is actually second place, you're close but ah. incorrect, yeah. So, typically, when I when I did the comparisons, it was like you could save about a half a pound to a pound, whereas the chair, the Amazon chairs are typically you're saving one to two pounds, sometimes more than that. So, it was the ah, chair, okay. And the dynamic okay. bags, you're actually gaining weight, it's the opposite, and you're spending a lot of money. So, we've already covered that. That's, in the, previous episode. that's a good question. That's yeah, a good, yeah, because that's a good thing to think about, too, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, especially when you had disposable income, which is not a, a typical scenario that I've got, but you never know. You never know what the future holds. Uh, number two, you're planning a backpacking trip on the cheap. Which phone app can save you the most money? Three options A, All okay. Trails, B, Gas Buddy. C mint mint. I don't even know what mint is really. Okay. Well, they don't choose that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't go with that one. Okay. What's going to save me. 
I'm going to say, I, I'm never good at this stuff. I'm going to say Gas Buddy because I have that app. Okay. And I do, I, I do find the lowest price gas when I use that app. Uh, usually sometimes it's 20, you know, it could be 15, 20 cents a gallon. Now, yeah. I don't know what the that first option was and speak to that. But I know of a Gas Buddy, I do save money. So I, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go with that one. Okay, Gas Buddy is correct. Good job on that one. Yeah. So Ultra is like if you're spending whatever it is, the $30, $35 annual fee, then you don't have to buy like a hard copy map. But the maps are 10 to 15 bucks. So if you're talking about one trip going cheap, it's actually going to cost you more money. And then Mint's more of just like a money management, kind of like financial planning sort of app. Okay. That, I have seen that. Okay, now yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so you can... It can help you budget, but it's not specific to like one backpacking trip necessarily. So you're one for two. You got to get this one right. Number three, you spent some money up front on backpacking permits, hotel rooms, and other travel costs with the expectation that your friends pay you back. You communicated the costs up front and included both an email form and on the gear list that you sent out. Uh, We already learned you don't use a gear list, but let's pretend, pretend that you do. All right. But there's still a person or two that hasn't done so and the trip is over. How do you handle this? I don't have options. I just, this is open-ended question. What do you do? I would call backpacker Bob and ask him to go <laughs> shake him down. <laughs> Climb out of the dumpster, backpacker Bob. <laughs> I guess I would see if one of the other guys is friends with the guys who hasn't paid, and I would say to the other guy, hey, uh, he hasn't paid. Uh, you want to nudge him or, you know? I don't know. Well, yeah. I'm going to pass the buck and make my friend do it for me. All right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's pretty much me. I would be passing the buck. Okay. You do not fit the typical like stereotype of the lawyer who is very like pointed and in your face yeah, and right. not afraid to like, you know, like jam your thumb into somebody's chest and be like, Hey, give me the cash. I told you I, I I'm, I'm not a good lawyer. I don't have the demeanor <laughs> for it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, I will accept that answer. The, the more passive aggressive approach of getting your friend to do that. I actually haven't tried that. So I'll have to try that technique. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We've talked about this scenario work. like a number of times in our podcast. And honestly, like for me, it's gotten way better. It's not perfect. We still have some issues with this, but it's gotten way better since we actually started our podcast and started <laughs> complaining about this. So is this a problem for you? Have you experienced this? You know, it's probably been me. And mostly because I'm forgetful. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're going on a trip coming up. And I did like forecast it to the person who paid for the campsites. I went ahead and said, hey, send me your Venmo so that I won't forget. Like right, I, I right. the initiative so that I won't forget myself. Because that, yeah, you don't want to be that guy. That's that's horrible. If you're that guy and you don't even know it, that's terrible. I, ch- I mean, if I'm typically asking twice, I feel like that's enough. And I don't want to. I just feel like at that point you don't care enough if I'm asking twice yeah. and you still haven't paid. So, because you can, you they know, just don't get see, invited. They don't get invited the next trip. <laughs> I've, I, yeah, I've, I've rolled that idea around for sure. Or I've, or I've just been more upfront or I don't know. I guess I could prorate the next trip cost and be like, you know what? This trip's more expensive for you because you didn't pay the last time. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, my friend. So you passed two out of three. Congratulations. No peeling stickers off this time. So, um, <laughs> All right, so I got so we got tidbits here at the end. I got a couple. I got one for me, one for you. So first one is um, we we got a new Patreon supporter. Thank you to Austin from Ohio. He's a Boy Scout or was a Boy Scout that's done a lot in the Midwest. In college, he hit up the Wayne National Forest. I always ask the new Patreon supporters like what they want to see in the show or kind of you know episode suggestion ideas. And he wants to see a breakdown of the pros and cons of different stove systems, which we sort of touched on today a little bit. Yeah, but I'm not so sure. I don't know. We're not like the techie. We're not the techie podcast. And so I don't know if this is a good fit yeah. for a podcast. Have, have you done a like a YouTube video on something like that? I've reviewed a couple of stoves, but I keep it pretty basic because if I try to go beyond my expertise, it will look really goofy. So yeah, I, I just say, <laughs> look, I, I don't, I don't know all the ins and outs. Here's what I do know, and it's pretty basic. But right. no, that would be a good topic if you had somebody who was into that stuff maybe right. an electrician or something or somebody who had some uh, knowledge <laughs> somebody who knows how to do the scientific method maybe would be helpful. <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah and I'll, you have to have all the stoves and so i've got i mean i've got a couple but i don't have yeah, yeah. i don't have a, like all of them there's so many designs out there you got like the whisper light you got all these crazy stoves i mean yeah. it would, that would take a lot it would it'd be a huge investment too for sure 
hundred percent. So yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen on our podcast. We'll still talk about Stovzo, but, uh, it's a good suggestion because I think, yeah, having that information is helpful, especially if you're doing longer trips and want to know like efficiency yeah. versus weight versus all that stuff. But second tidbit, my friend, uh, you've got a YouTube channel, which is like massively increasing in popularity, at least in the last year, it looks like it has, you've got Instagram, like tell us where we can find you. What's going on? I'm on YouTube as, as a crow flies hiking and I'm on Instagram as a crow flies hiking. Uh, Facebook is just crow flies hiking. Not, I don't know how that got there. And so, yeah, that's where you can mostly find me unless you want to go hike with me and then just give me a call and we'll, or email me. We'll figure something out. Just 20 miles a day, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's what you said. That was a trip that you invited people on. Just come hike yeah. with me. Just 20 miles a day. That's it. No problem. You got <laughs> right. it. Uh, so yeah, so check his stuff out. Always good stuff. And that's where you can find Backpacker Bob as well. Same YouTube channel. Brad Crowfelt, man, so appreciate you coming on the show. Sure. Guest host and filling yeah. for Derek. Man, it's always a pleasure, my friend. It was so much fun, man. I'm so glad you called and... uh it was fun just pulling out this. I love budget gear stuff. That's that's something I'm excited about, especially, you know, you, people call you all the time or text you and say, hey, how can I get into backpack I really want? So I always love that kind of stuff because I can say, hey, you know, I, there's this piece of gear. I, it might work for you, you know. So right, I, I love that stuff. So huh, thanks a I, lot. Yeah, I'm with you, man. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking in. And like I said, Derek will be back next week. God bless everybody. Have a great week. Anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. A mule there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.